0: And I'm Dan. And it's after work. Where we talk about those things that we do
1: after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Like I'm a falconer, collecting falcons, training them to do my bidding. Like what I've done. Uh, what I've done recently, like for a job.
0: Falcons are free, right? You just you just them. climb up the side of the cliff and you pluck them out of the nest while the mother dive bombs you and hope that you don't lose your eyes.
1: Pretty, pretty much, I mean, this is... read s- My
0: Side of the Mountain. There's yeah, some sweat equity that goes into this catching falcons. I read My Side of the Mountain. I know what happens. You learned
1: from My Side of the ma- Mountain, but I take those falcons... And I have them deliver newspapers for me. You know what? Uh, newspaper delivery business is not just a child's game anymore, and it's not a big game. I thought it
0: was just old dudes driving around their
1: Ford Explorers. Well, it used to be just that, or Ford uh, Rangers. Like okay, my, Ranger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my, I've seen that. My buddy's dad used to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, I hand them. I have that big awesome leather glove, and I put. And I, like, set a newspaper on there, and I point to the house, and that falcon just flies over there and delivers it. And I get all that labor for free, man. For
0: free. I want to know, do the eaglers, like, have a a beef with you in the falconer world? Are the eaglers, like, a step up?
1: Well, as you and I both know, eaglers are just filthy mongrels that should be I've seen eagles eat out of dumpsters if it was up to uh, one of our founding fathers uh what's his name (laughs) the turkey would be the national bird and eagles would be all put to death I would falcons is the way to go falcons
0: I would say that turkeys get a lot more press than eagles because of Thanksgiving there's no like eagle holiday
1: hmm Unless you're from New York, New York, Pennsylvania, and some homemade uh, apple Philadelphia pie, Philadelphia Eagles. I'm trying to think oh, yeah. of that sports
0: team. Yep, Eagles in the Philadelphia. Yeah.
1: Anyways, I'm making so much money off this Falcon. Oh well, then delivery. you can't talk
0: about that. Jeez, what are you doing? It's after work. Oh, sorry about that, Dan. Hey, Dan, what's happening? How have you, how have you been? I I was at a wedding. Are you, recently Who's wedding uh, oh actually Tony uh, guess previous guest of the show talked about uh, Warhammer and tabletop games mm-hmm. I think is he got married he got married
1: yeah so we married that nerd yep good he, he did I'm sorry Tony I'm just joking
0: it was a it was a fun affair I was actually in the in in the wedding party. I was a groomsman. How how was it? Being, have you been a groomsman before? One time. Yep. Yeah, a long time ago, I was a groomsman. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my wife, also previous guest of the show, Rebecca, was uh, the officiant. Has she ever done any officiating before? No. This is her first. But apparently, she got a couple of job offers after they uh, witnessed the amazing experience of her reverending. Um, how does she
1: feel about, I mean, this was her nephew. Yep. Special, like, came to her and apparently I got some of my eagles upstairs. I don't know if the mic's picking up. The, they're really flapping around up there. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, but were these people that wanted to get married, were they People she knew well. Or, yeah,
0: one of them is her cousin, and the other one was somehow related to somebody. Because it's the wedding, so everybody's like related some way.
1: I like to think I've married, I've married nine or ten different couples. What's your, uh, what's your win percentage? I'm at one hundred percent. All right, I've been marrying people for over ten years now. Okay, and That's... not a single divorce amongst them, but let me tell you this i did marry someone some couple and then a friend of a mutual friend was like hey you can marry people you should uh my my sister needs uh officiant for her wedding do you want to do that and i was like "Mm, no i don't know you i don't want to tarnish my good record yeah so i and i think they're i think they've sensed divorced. Hmm. So, uh, good, good riddance. I, am glad I said no to that. That's all that's important to me being 100% on my marriages.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, that's a good thing. So I'm sure Rebecca will be hundred percent also. So mm-hmm. that's good. Good. And, uh, I got to see a little bit, my uncle and aunt did the DJing Oh. You're... So I got to check out his setup and look at all that stuff. You're just a DJ hobbyist right now. Yeah, I'm a hobbyist. It's, I mean, you could talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made money, but whatever. It's a thing that you can easily do for free and make no money. Or or work for tips. Does that count? I mean, if you're running a busket, that's that's not a job. Okay. That's yeah, like yeah. playing a musical instrument on, on the street. I play the trumpet. It's, on, not, a, it's not a job.
1: On Hawthorne.
0: Yeah, and people
1: throw money at you to stop? I don't ask them to. I just leave my trumpet case out there and... Huh. Yeah. yeah, if they pay me enough, I'll stop.
0: Oh, okay, how much to stop? Eh. Yeah, so I got to take a look at that setup that he had, and uh seems, seems fair, fair enough. Not too hard. You know, a little bit of work, that got got to go into it. There's a lot of setup. For something like a wedding, you basically have to interview them in advance figure out all the things that they want and do all this setup work. So it's not just show up, do a job, go home. You got to talk to them about their
1: type of music and the music they want
0: played. You get a list of that. And then he did did some announcing at the wedding. So he had the officiant mic'd up so everybody could hear. He had the sound system set up for that. Announcement, like, after the wedding, like, you know, announcing the people, the the couple Mm -hmm. and telling people what to do so you know it's like you kind of have to have like an order of service figured out anyway it's a little more work I I knew I realized it was more work than just show up and set up speakers but and play
1: the music that you want to listen to well yeah I mean he still did that too
0: every once in a while I put a country song on there he said they didn't tell me what they wanted played during this time so I just play whatever I want (laughs) Uh, where was the wedding held? It was outside at a really nice, it was just a private house, but they have a really nice setup, a giant pavilion that was built quite a long time ago, I think. they said like 20 years ago. And it's made out of logs that I could not hug. They're huge logs. Dang. They're like, I don't know. Dan is hugging. Four foot diameter. Three. No, not four foot. Let's see. I'm gonna say that's four like foot. a th- well, whatever, yeah, like a three-foot diameter log, maybe, or more, and the these were like the posts and every everything, and then they had these giant tables that were twenty feet long, made out of those same logs, just sawed in half, and they had the giant log Whoa. legs. There, it was pretty cool, and I noticed on the floor, like it's a cement pad. There were tractor tire marks where they had brought those t- moved the tables around because just recently well be- because when you have an event you say this is where I want the tables because you can't move them mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody was like oh can we just move this table back a little bit and I said no look at it That's- no it doesn't mo-. well she said well can we just just push it just a little bit I said no but I went over there humored her anyway turns out thing doesn't budge very heavy
1: you tried. You pretended like I pretended you're to try. Nope, <laughs> was not going anywhere. Yeah, and you're like everybody, come help, and you got ten people over there.
0: Yeah, so it was right on a little uh, pond. Oh man, there were bullfrogs in there that were like making all sorts of crazy noises. Oh cool. But I, I was thinking we were gonna hear it during the wedding, but the sound system must have Overpowered, scared them. Yeah, whatever, scared them off. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, so it was outside. There was that nice pavilion, and then we're right on this little uh, creek. It was like I think it was a creek, and then they made a pond like in the creek, so that they had a little water coming in, and then just set up a bunch of chairs in the field. Did it right there, and then had uh, they had catering and everything. It was, a, it was a nice little little setup. What kind of food
1: did uh, they have at this place at this wedding?
0: Chicken. There, There was some chicken and there was some tri-tip. No fish. There was some rice and veggies and stuff. And they had it set up where you could make like a tortilla wrap or something like that. There's a whole bunch of a bunch of good stuff. Oh, nice. Kind of mix and match however you liked. Um, it was hot though. Turns out we were outside. That was one of those. Heat bubble days that we discussed on last week's episode. It was the first heat bubble day, so it was the lowest of the really hot days. So it was like only one hundred and eight. Oh, yeah, ain't in the shade. Oh, okay, good. But we were standing in the sun, so okay, you know. So. And of course, the the uh, clothes that he picked out had long sleeve black shirts and a vest, no jacket. Okay, but is it better? To have a jacket, or is it better to have a long sleeve black shirt? Hmm. Because I'm thinking maybe if you have the jacket, that stops the sun from getting to your black shirt, and then you can sweat on the inside. Well, what color, what color suit was it? Light gray. Okay. That might have been better. If it was a... mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Either way, you were, I imagine, sweating like a
0: pig. Mm-hmm. Did pigs sweat? Anyway, yes, I was sweating a lot. And actually, but there was that warm breeze. So I would sweat and dry out and sweat and dry out. But um, we were allowed to change after the ceremony. Mm -hmm. I uh, had another shirt and some shorts. So eventually I did change. I, I stuck it out for a good solid hour after the wedding. I just like rolled up my sleeves and just went with it for a while, and ah. then I finally took up. changed.
1: Ah. I should remember to bring a spare change whenever there's a wedding like that. mm-hmm because with with, uh, I don't know, one wedding I went to as a larger man, larger, taller man. oh oh, oh yeah, taller, mm-hmm. taller and, yeah and you. wider. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the shirts, dress shirts, that you want that are like for us tallies unless you're going custom are like super wide they got to be so so wide to because you know there's no six foot four guy who's an extra large all the six foot four guys are
0: 4xl have you ever oh because the dress shirts don't come in sizes
1: yeah the only thing you can do is neck size. Yeah, it's so weird. Dress so shirts it's like, are wrong. It's like wearing a parachute <laughs> yeah. that you cram into your dress pants. And then you're out there dancing, having a good time. Then the tie comes off. Mm-hmm. And then your shirt gets undone from your pants. And it's just all sweaty. Flapping around. And it looks like you got a, like a, a pajama shirt. So now these things go down to my knees and I'm looking like a hooligan out there Mm -hmm. when I used to be looking all fancy. So I'm going to start bringing spare clothes. Those genius moved in. So many times I've gotten so, so sweaty at a wedding because all the dancing, was there
0: dancing? There was dancing. Everybody waited until the sun went down because the sun was basically just beating right into this pavilion, right where the dance floor was set up and everybody, there were nice tables set out with, with... Really nice, like, chargers for your plate and nice table service settings everywhere for everybody. And everybody's eating over where the wedding was set up in those little folding chairs because it's in the shade. <laughs> but once the sun went down every, and, and I got changed, then the dancing started. All right. So that was good. What were the uh, go-to hits? Do you guys do the uh, sh- shout? No shout. There was one. YMCA. Ones... YMCA is no always. No YMCA. There was one where I was getting low. Get low. Get low. Get Not low. Not that one. There was another one. You know how like on, you know, get a little lower now. It wasn't that one, but it was a different one. And I was like, man, this is really hard. Why am I so low? <laughs> but I don't remember what song it was. Uh, yeah. I no. sure wasn't jump up and shout it now.
1: Nope. Okay. Not that. That's a classic. They didn't play that. Uh, what else? What any other hits that you on it, when you become that DJ, professional uh, DJ, that you're gonna add to your repertoire? The remix to Ignition. Ooh, yeah, that's a hot. That's a banger. That's from when I was just out of high school.
0: Really? Yeah, I didn't actually remember it because I wasn't listening. Apparently, I wasn't listening to that kind of music during that time. I was like, oh, this is good. I mean, I'm sure I've heard it before, but I wasn't okay. super familiar with it.
1: Yeah, because he stopped listening to new music in mm-hmm. the year 2000.
0: No, and then I think you... around the year 2005. Okay. But everything from 2000 to 2005 was only alternative. Okay. See, so it's not exactly the whole spectrum. You of... got to go back. It's hard to go back now. It's not the same.
1: It's not the same. You had to have lived it.
0: And also, have you ever tried to look up old music like that? It just...
1: Old music. It's hard. Now we're talking about this song that is 17 years old. It's... Remember the 80s? Did you listen to, uh, you know, classics back in the 80s? Like, you know, your or what was that radio station did you ever listen to the
0: classics the oldie uh, K- station no uh what was it uh, K- kgon kgon 92.3 classic rock mm-hmm. yeah
1: uh huh that music was only like 18 years old at it, the time it, in the 90s in the early 90s okay
0: they're like pl- the hits of the 60s and 70s the other day
1: i heard somebody talking about nirvana and that's classic classic rock it's not classic rock. It's classic rock. No, classic just, rock hasn't classic. changed. It's well, it has become classic. Okay, because it's thirty years old. All right, but in the nineties, the thirty, the classic music was from the, the mid sixties. Yeah, they just keep adding. A, right. a year goes by, and another year, another song goes into the classic like Oh, we're
0: allowed to play this song on this station and now. Kgon,
1: Kgon. Well, uh, who caught that bouquet? Anybody uh, you know oh, catch
0: Yeah, no, I don't. the 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 flower girl caught the garter. How old no. is the flower? Wait, girl? no, the flower girl caught the bouquet, and then wait, what? How old is the flower girl? Well, she's not married. She's, I don't know, five or six? six Six-year-olds catch bouquets? Have you never been to a wedding before? That's definitely how that works. What? Well, all the single ladies. All the single ladies. No, all all the the single single ladies? All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All All the the single ladies? All the
1: single ladies of marriage age. no. Because then, then she gets it. It's like this: the person who catches this is the next one who gets married. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a thing
1: that is every other said. gal. Every other <laughs> no, that's hundred percent true.
0: And then somebody, every other gal there is going to be like,
1: wait, I have to wait at least fifteen years.
0: And then when uh, one of uh, one of the groom's moms, friends, daughters, boyfriend got the garter they have to get married now hold hold on but the funny part was tony flips it behind him or whatever and it falls really short and he's the closest to it and he thinks about it for a second and then he's like all right i'll grab it i was like oh oh
1: oh that was always he didn't try i've been to a few weddings where they're like hey let's force these people into getting them
0: huh Oh, I never I I like
1: that strategy. Hmm. It's like, because then it's always the dude seems to not want to get it. Right. His girlfriend caught it. Now it's the the gutter belt. And we're like, it's going to be you, dude. Make sure he catches it. I'm like, I don't want to be a part of this. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't right. Especially if they want me to marry him. I'm not down.
0: Well, also, there were a lot of people gone at this point by the time they did that because it was hot and so people left okay and so the pool of single ladies and single gentlemen was pretty small but I've any wedding that I've ever been to they let small children do it okay I don't know I didn't realize it was a rule
1: there's a a severe penalty that will happen here
0: what is the penalty I've so never heard that part of the rule. we got to
1: get the government involved, and we gotta, we got to figure this out.
0: No. There's a penalty, and we'll see.
1: Any last little bits? Any fun little items that you'd like to bring up about this awesome wedding?
0: No. Uh, oh, I got to ride in a limo.
1: What? You got to ride in a limo?
0: Yeah, because in the limo, oh man, The apparently when the limo was ride, driving us over there, It's a hilly area. We're going from one house out in the country to another. Mm. And (laughs) first of all, me and the other biggest groomsmen were sitting in the back of the limo. And as it comes out of the driveway, I'm like, (laughs) well, we bottomed out. Whoops. (laughs) And then uh, apparently the limo overheated on the way there and he had to turn off the AC and whatever pump the heater <laughs> in the front not for us okay. apparently maybe it's a different system in the back i don't know or there was uh, it was not that cool in the back <laughs> but and then he had to sit around at the wedding for like a half an hour and let his car you know un-overheat i was like oh why is the limo still here are we are we leaving in it are they are is uh, the bride and groom leaving in the wedding and the limo
1: they're he like he can't no. drive he's stuck
0: Oh oh okay. If you're ever gonna have a remote uh, event like this, mm-hmm. one thing that they got I will say was awesome was a porta potty. Okay? But this is no porta potty that you've ever seen before in your life. This is a trailer with a sweet little stairway going up. There's a, a men's and a women's side. I've, so it's uh-huh. two units. This thing has air conditioning, lighting, and music inside. What that was the coolest place at the whole wedding,
1: it was just hanging out in this outhouse, (laughs) it was air conditioned. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Damn, to look into that if I'm ever having a party at my house, and I for (laughs) people I don't want to use that bathroom inside the house, but I respect them enough to get them a nice bathroom. (sighs) Hmm. Maybe if you ever do something
0: remotely, like
1: no. Yeah, I'd probably have to get my falcons involved. No, we're not they talking about that. They go with me wherever Stop I go. Stop that.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, Dan, now it's time for a little thing we like to call around round. Ram- What's
0: happening, Dan? So I was thinking about what I've been doing around the house, and it's not a whole lot of stuff. This heat is really... Oh. Oh. Nope, I got a thing.
1: Boom, thing happened. Okay,
0: so check this out. I repaired the handle on my sliding glass door. What was wrong with it? One of the screws... So there's a handle on the inside of the door, a handle on the outside of the door, and a little locking mechanism mm-hmm. that that sets in the inside handle. So one of the screws, the bottom part came loose. So it was like... Something broke inside or came loose or whatever. So I tried to unscrew it and I get a screw head that's like a quarter of an inch long. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this thing's supposed to be like two inches long. And I I take it and I'm like, no, because the rest of that screw is stuck inside the door. And I'm like, I'm never going to be able to get it out because I have the screw head. But it turns out I unscrewed the top one and I used the handle on the other side to unscrew it out the back direction so I I managed I got it off okay cool and then I went to the garage where you know you have an assortment of old screws and Mm -hmm. such and washers and things and I'm looking for something that matches this thread pattern and I found one that was close enough it was the same what threads I mean there's only so many I mean 830 seconds common whatever there's only so many threads that are this size of a, a bolt. You know. Okay. And I took it out there and I'm like, oh sweet, I'm gonna be able to fix this right. And it's like super hot. So I'm I got this door open, I'm trying to fix this thing right now. But it turns out that uh the bolt the screw that I got was just short enough that it didn't connect to the outside handle. So it would screw all the way through the inside through the door but it wouldn't connect to the handle on the outside so the handle on the outside the bottom of it was just wiggling back and forth it wasn't connected to anything so it sat like that for a while and you know me i did not go up to the hardware store super glue i went on amazon and i ordered some new bolts and i just i just typed i just looked up whatever size they were i think cuz the one that i had maybe somehow i figured out the numbers of what it was And then I, I ordered some on Amazon and then they came like, you know, five or six days later or whatever, finally came on Monday. So you fixed it on Tuesday and then I fixed it right now. Now I've, I have since permanently fixed it, but I got two inch. I think what I had was like inch and a half and I got two inch. So I go to screw this in. I'm all happy that I got it and I can fix this thing permanently and it's not working right. I'm like, oh no. How come this isn't working right? Uh-huh. It would it wouldn't tighten down all the way. And so I took the top top one out and I measured it next to the bolts that I got. And it's like, you know, the old ones were inch and a half and this one was two inches, but the one in the door originally was probably like, I don't know, inch and a quarter? So, it was, so it's too long? Yeah. So I got my multi-tool okay. out. It was easier to get the multi-tool out than a grinder because I don't have a grinding wheel just sitting around. And I just used the multi-tool and just zipped two of those bolts. I I bought like a whatever, 20-pack or something. So I just replaced both of them. So I cut off a couple bolts. I just put them in my bench vise mm-hmm. and I just zipped them all off even. And it turns out, worked perfect. Boom. Success. Got, got both of those replaced, and then I have a whole bunch of spares if uh, it ever breaks again. So if anybody has a uh, a sliding glass door
1: that they've been having some problems with handles, Dan has you covered. Email, email the show, afterworkpod at gmail.com, and afterworkpod at gmail.com. Speaking of our email... Do we have any emails? If you want to email the show, afterworkpod at gmail.com. This is the segment of the show where we will read such emails. Dan, I mean, there must be dozens. Dozens
0: and dozens. Oh, they all asked to not be read on the air. But Uh, you could have yours read on the air if you're brave enough. All right. guess
1: we don't have any brave. No, you guys are all brave. What am I saying? Well... Thanks for listening to Dan's special wedding event recap. This was the Afterwork podcast. And we'll see you all next time after work.